So listen to this song. This is how this story goes with me. My friend Dave said, you got to listen to this. I'm like, this is amazing. Of course, you're hearing it. And he said, you won't believe the story of the guy who did it. I'm like, well, who's the guy? Well, his name is Xavier, and I can't pronounce his last name. But uh, he was this huge thing 20 years ago. And then there was an accident. And then there was a reinvention. Like, this guy's amazing. Like, he seems to be the sort of guy you hear his voice once, you need to hear more. It's like, well, you should interview him. I'm like, sure. He's like, my friend Malcolm knows him. I'm like, set it up. And now here he is. Xavier DeFrepelez. Let me spell his last name for you. D-P-H-R-E-P-A-U-L-E-Z-Z. Xavier DeFrepelez is a musician with a fascinating story who makes great, soulful, funky music. The new album is called Fantastic Negrito. Hello, Xavier. Hello, so, Mike Pesca. Hey, man. Tell me about when you first came to California as a young boy. You're, you were born in Massachusetts? Yeah, I was born in, in New England. Yeah. Uh, I was conceived in the West Village, from what I heard. All right. And not far in, from where we are. Yeah, not far from where we are. <laughs> Actually, on Cornelia Street. Uh-huh. And my dad had a business there for years, decades. Well, what did your dad do? Well, my dad was a restaurateur, uh-huh. craftsman, hustler, high priest. Is all, that, all is that literal? Cause he's I mean, from, pretty much. He's I from mean, Somalia, right? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. from all over the place. I found out later, you know, I have a brother that's older than my mother. That's been part of the journey is discovering who my dad was he was actually afro-caribbean so he was he never spoke about the caribbean side but he was a kind of a somalian bahaman bahaman background and ended up in new york and um my mom was a pretty hot thing and he got his hands on her and uh 14 kids later 14 14 wow this is all pre-viagra by the way (laughs) so what kind of music did you grow up listening to everything you know we couldn't listen to any commercial music he was very strict so louis armstrong the boston pops harry belafonte a bunch of african music and blues and when you got to oakland what changed oh man negrophonic uh-huh <laughs> you know i got around you go from new england we're talking about the berkshires mm-hmm. being the uh only person of color pretty much and then met my brothers and sisters in oakland then you just Heard it all. It was the beginning of hip-hop, you know, it was funk music, it was the gutter. And your father passed away by this point? Oh, he'd been dead yeah, gone. I never, yeah. I went into foster care when I was 12 and never saw my dad again. Before the interview started, you told me what year your dad was born. You blew my, dad, my mind. My dad was born in 1905. I'm old sperm. <laughs> For and, the record. Yeah, and so... You went into foster care, yeah, uh, and then what happened? Did you did you wind up with a family, your family? Well, no, I just ended up with a bunch of different families, and then one family kind of rescued me. I was kind of rescued like a dog. Yeah, after being in you know foster homes, was terrible, and that time in Oakland was a war zone, and foster home was just a place we experimented with drugs and sex and fought off sexual predators and shit. But yeah. then a great family got me when I was about. 14. What year was this about? It was in the 80s. Yeah. Crack ac- epidemic. Oh, crack. Ads, I mean, gangs. Crack, yeah. Gangs, yeah. crack, you name it. I mean, you're in Oakland, you were in the mix. 
So basically, you didn't start playing until you were almost an adult. So I was an adult. You were an adult. Really so you were out of the foster care system out by of then. The foster care system. And was it a hobby? Did you think you could? When did you start thinking maybe I can make a living on this? Matt did some talent show, and um, I liked the attention. I'm the eighth of the fourteen kids, so I was I'm totally self absorbed and never got enough attention. So I liked the attention. I'm like, man, people like me up here, you know. And so I thought I better learn an instrument. I mean, back then you you better know how to play an instrument. So I just started. Teaching myself. Well, you're a multi instrumentalist, right? Pretty much. Yeah. So, what are your what do you play? Like on I this play, album, which instruments are you playing? I'm playing uh, some guitar. I'm playing some vocals. I'm playing some keys. I'm playing some drums. But I mean, I I just kind of hack away at them now because I lost my hand mm-hmm. when I was I was in a coma three weeks, and I have I call it the claw. You see this thing? It's called yeah. the claw. Yeah. So he can't really move, but he hacks away. I hack at the guitar. So, I mean, it is your hand. It's not a prosthetic. Well, I mean, no, it is my hand, but it's it's, pretty much useless. Yeah. Can't hold a pick. I wouldn't say useless. That's a terrible word. It's just, it's it's different. Like, for you to hold a pick, you're not not using your finger. You could jam it in there. No, I just, what I do is I take the claw, as I said. Again, I will demonstrate the claw. And I hack away and I beat the instrument into submission. Yeah, kind of, that's, that's, it's ugly, man, but it works. It's it's this great sound. And uh, your voice. Now, were you always a decent singer? I don't think I was always a decent singer. I don't know. I, it just crept up on me. So the coma happened. You were in an automobile accident? Yeah, it goes like this. Yeah. I went from Oakland. Yeah. Learned to play a little bit. Went to L.A. By like 94, I had a million-dollar deal. Literally G- Interscope Records, right? Yeah, with Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy like, Iovine, guy who's billionaire from yeah, Apple he like, now. Yeah, he's the guy who Produced Born to Run. He yes. plucked me off the yes. streets and... I mean, but you did. were funky, like, funky, uh, you yeah. open, I'm reading this LA Times article from 1996, you're <laughs> opening for De La Soul, yeah. I'm sure those guys were like, you're amazing, Yeah, you I know, mean, let's put some of your samples on the next album or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. good, you know, yeah. Maceo, shout out to Maceo, these, these guys are great, and I think I was embraced by the artist community, but I don't know, I got that big deal and I just got lost, man, yeah. and I wandered in the wilderness, I couldn't understand, like, the commodifying of the music, it was so weird to me, and I, I stayed on Interscope, they just kept me there. Well, like, 99, 2000, I was literally driving down the street in Hollywood. I'd pretty much walked away from the deal, and I woke up three weeks later with a beard, not knowing who I was. Really? You wrecked a car? Yeah, some drunk driver hit me. And um, after I recovered, about mm-hmm. a year of recovery, I did got into the Afropunk uh, scene because I just couldn't really play anymore, and um, I was terribly insecure about singing, so I just thought I'd scream and destroy my voice. It was so terrible but it was okay some of that stuff was great actually and i ended up in new york quite a bit james spooner and matthew morgan which i hear afropunk is huge not huge now but i was playing in basements and it was great that was a fantastic experience you know I, I messed around with that did a bunch of licensing with my songs for films mm-hmm. like my first license was leprechauns in the hood <laughs> and from then on this I is the much, horror film yeah. franchise leprechaun leprechauns in the hood what was the song that it, was, you... uh, it was on a record i did um when i, I was chocolate butterfly uh-huh and that was called um ode to king everything is all right Okay, the deal, literally million-dollar deal, so you had literally. some money then. Did you blow your money? No, actually, uh, you know, my brother's now a Ph.D., my other brother's a lawyer, helped them. Uh, 
We got 13 brothers and sisters. Yeah, I, helped my, I distributed yeah. it. I helped my mom, you know, get her first house and yeah. first car. Yeah. She still has the car. That's my mom. Yeah. So yeah. you had this great deal, and then you made some money from licensing. So so economically, I mean, your body was, a, was My hurting. body was through. I mean, economically, yeah. I just, I own, I opened up um, illegal nightclubs in uh, L.A. Uh-huh. Because the club scene sucked so much there, and I had like a 7,000 square foot warehouse, so I just put in like a movie theater hot tub on the roof, a stage, and I just would open up at midnight, and the cops loved me. The cops would come there and smoke weed. They're like, the bands are great. There's women walking around naked. Sorry for objectifying women. No men walked around naked, just women. We were painting, body painting in bands till 6 a.m., and so I lived a charmed life, you know? And that was uh, Blood Sugar X. I was doing this whole kind of punk-ish yeah. thing, and, and, and then I just quit at the height of it. I just got sick of it and i was insecure and confused and i quit for five years and then i had a son mm-hmm. that changed everything he uh i didn't have any instruments but an old crappy guitar underneath the couch and he was cranky and eh, doing that whole thing and i was like how can i get him to be happy and i kept making faces he wasn't impressed so i picked up the guitar and i played an open g chord and he exploded yeah. into a smile and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the power of that smile. It was like, hey, fuck you and your problems. I don't care about your problems. I don't care about what you're going through. I love what this vibration of this instrument. And then I slowly started going back into music. And then a year ago, I discovered Fantastic Negrito. So, so who, who have you been, by the way, over the well, years? I've been, um, let's, let's list I've been Dead From Sex. Mm-hmm. I've been Blood Sugar X. Mm-hmm. And then I was Blood Sugar, then Blood Sugar X. Me and this Japanese guy, Chocolate Butterfly, and now I'm Fantastic Negrito. And in addition to the Leprechaun movie, which is, of course, uh, a high mark, you, <laughs> you did the theme song for this new Amazon show, Hand of God, yeah. right? Yeah. I did the opening theme for a show called Ham- Hand of God, directed by Mark Forrester, written by Ben Watkins, starring like artists like uh, actors like Andre Royo and Dana Delaney and... Um, Who's uh, the biggest guy? The I want to call him Judge Pernell Harris. Perlman? Ron Perlman. Yeah. yeah. Ron Perlman. But he's, he's, I call him Judge Pernell Harris on the show. And that I did the opening theme, An Honest Man. Um, it's on Amazon. It's doing pretty well. I think it was a perfect uh, song for the show. Very proud of that. Now, being... I don't know if it's too far. I don't know if you identify with the label. But maybe we could call you disabled somewhat disabled you have an I'm somewhat arm, disabled somewhat yeah. disabled how does that affect the music i i know the sound like so you bang a little I bit i think i bang a lot yeah. of it i just yeah. it affects the sound because it's simple it's kind of rudimentary i really found the honesty in like what i call black roots music mm-hmm. it's the stuff that my my grandmother and maybe my grandmother's brother he had one arm he was this crazy guy you know was listening to this stuff on the porch in southern virginia when i'd ha- visit him and drinking johnny walker red and grape juice and he'd call me amos and that's what he was in his 90s and he'd just be like amos boy you know this is when i check this out and i mean i related to the simplicity of that lifestyle that music it's amazing to be from that culture it's amazing to come from descendants of slaves i mean it started to become amazing to me that we 
went through this journey in this country, and I thought, wow, it's beautiful in a way. I mean, there's this parallel to your own experience. I mean, every all these bad things and trying yeah. to escape sexual predators and yeah. foster care and a coma, and yeah. you know, you add it all up, and yeah. it's who you are now. That's who I am now. And there's part like of... more flavor because of it, probably. Even probably, it was yeah. I mean, terrible at the time. It doesn't kill you. Yeah, I mean, coming out of a uh, coming through this is I didn't think that I could. Yeah, because I was. I thought, I can't play. Yeah, you're holding your hand up now. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. couldn't. I remember when they took this off, they're taking these staples out, and I'm sitting in there in the room, and I remember my heart dropped. I was looking at this thing. It's just massive hunk of... Oh, you've, when it was, you know... When yeah, you've was, taken up your sleeve now, and I'm looking at the forearm, and yeah. there's huge chunk of uh, flesh Flesh gone. missing, and yeah. I think, you know, my dad was in me, the good part of my dad, which mm-hmm. was like, man, you're going to do it. If yeah. you're going to play with your forehead, man, you're going to do it. That guy never gave up. That guy never yeah, gave up, yeah. but he gave up a lot of his kids. <laughs> that's a family joke. He did. A lot of us ended up in foster care, but that's the bad side. But the good side is he never gave up, man. Born in that the time he was born in, man, he had a business right in the West Village in the 50s. You know, a black man, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was, he's, he's a strong influence on me, good and bad. The new CD album, Everywhere You Hear Music, is Fantastic Negrito. Xavier de Frepolez is, uh, you know, Fantastic Negrito, but he's a lot of other things, <laughs> as I think you've heard. But I'm Fantastic Negrito now. Thanks, man. Right Thanks on. for coming in. Thanks for having me, Mike. Well, I got a feeling, baby. Oh, I got a New York feeling with Mike Pesca, baby. Oh, baby, 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 baby. Mama, know I got a feeling. Not as turn today, oh not as turn today. Not as turn today, don't mama the night as turn today. Not as turn today, oh not as turn today. Not as turn today, don't mama the night as turn today. I was walking in the darkness, I had not yet seen the light. I was sleeping with all the bad ones. And I thought I'd won the fight At the peak of my delusion I love money, holes, and cars Now I'm walking in the sunlight Broken, battered, bruised, and scarred Oh, baby, 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 baby I walk how I like it, child 